The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by ComBank. Committed to being a better bank. Find out more at combank.com.au forward slash better. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Friday the 5th of July. In your squeeze today, Alex Sigley is released from North Korea. Tax cuts for a lot of Aussies. An earthquake in Southern California. And the life and times of social media influencers. This is your squeeze today. Yesterday in Parliament, Scott Morrison announced that Australian Alex Sigley had been detained in North Korea but was released to China and that he was on his way to Japan to reunite with his wife who lives there. He's since arrived in Tokyo. Images of him are everywhere, but we haven't heard much as yet, Claire. And there's still not a lot more insight, uh, I have to say, after uh, where things landed yesterday. What we do know is that the Swedish government made representations on our behalf that's because they have a diplomatic presence in North Korea and a long-standing relationship and we have an agreement with Sweden to look after these kind of things when they happen and through some pretty sterling work on their part by the looks of things, Sigley has been released from detention and he's now in Tokyo. Any ideas when we might hear about what happened? No, not really. And really, they don't really have to say a whole lot. And I guess it might even depend on what has been agreed. But there's lots of um, things written this morning about what Sigley's ongoing relationship with North Korea might be like. He's got a business there, remember, that does tours. uh, But his parents are very keen to see him back in Australia. They'd like to give him a hug. Uh, And certainly our government and Scott Morrison um, said that we should all be very relieved that it's ended well. On Scott Morrison, his priority this week was getting tax changes through Parliament. They've done it. This means in the short term, anyone who earned between 21000 and 126000 in the 1819 financial year will see a little extra money land in their account. Yeah, that's right. It's been a big three days uh, back in Canberra, largely a lot of ceremonial things happening, but they actually got a big piece of work done and to get those tax cuts through with uh, some very deft uh, negotiation with the Senate crossbench meant they were able to get there without Labor's support, but Labor fell in behind because really they want to be able to say going forward that they supported it and uh, tax cuts of those size, particularly the $15 billion that will start to flow, uh, will really help some people in their tax returns that they put in for the last financial year. In the Squeeze Today email, there's a link to a great tax calculator on the ABC website where you can calculate what you might be getting. And if you want to help the country, Claire, one thing you could do is go and spend some of that money at the shops. We haven't really been doing much of that. Yeah, you'd really be doing your national duty. That's what you need to tell yourself as you head out with um, perhaps not your credit card. Maybe that's a bit counterproductive given (laughs) we're meant to be spending real money. But yeah, retail figures out yesterday were really disappointing and Mm. uh, it's back in positive territory. Our spending actually went backwards in April, but for May it was up, but just by 0.1%. And what's going okay are things like takeaway food and restaurants and cafes. What's not going so well are things like department stores and clothing and footwear, uh, but also supermarket retailing, which was interesting. So yeah, given uh, household consumption accounts for uh, much more than half of our economy, it's not really a good sign uh, about how that's tracking. So yeah, if we can get out and 
spend and generate some economic activity, the government would be very happy with you. Permission to shop. That's okay with me. (laughs) (laughs) And a few updates to some stories we've covered this week. Yesterday, Sydney man Isaac Almatari appeared in court. He's the ringleader of the group who were arrested earlier this week for allegedly plotting terror attacks across Sydney. In documents that were tabled in court yesterday at the start of those proceedings, he had declared himself the General Commander of Islamic State in Australia and he'd set up a stronghold in the Blue Mountains where he was uh, stockpiling equipment and looking to train people to carry out those attacks on Sydney that were being planned. And in Hong Kong, reports say at least 12 people, the youngest being 14, have been arrested after storming and vandalising parliament during those anti government protests. And construction union boss John Setka isn't going down without a fight. He's launched court action against the Labor Party for his proposed expulsion. News overnight, Claire, there's been a 6.4 magnitude earthquake in Southern California. Details on that are still coming in. It's Looks like, though, it's the biggest quake in that area since 1994 and that earthquake then uh, killed dozens of people and caused billions of dollars worth of damage, particularly in Los Angeles. But this one hit about 250 kilometres north of LA, uh, so it's not expected that the damage is as much, but experts there say that they should always be on guard for earthquakes and this is just another one. And in the UK, their advertising watchdog has ruled that anyone who has more than 30,000 followers will be subject to advertising laws. That's something that's going to affect a lot of social media influencers. Yeah, and that's because there's all sorts of rules when it comes to advertising standards about how products uh, can be uh, promoted. And in this case, it was a so-called mummy blogger who was promoting an over-the-counter sleeping drug. uh, And she said that she didn't have to really follow those rules that ban celebrities and health professionals from endorsing medical products. But that standards bureau there decided that a cap of 30,000 social media followers means you're a celebrity and means that you're absolutely having to follow those sorts of rules. And speaking of influencers, in Friday Lights, there's a link to a Vanity Fair article about a community of Instagram influencers, really, who live in Byron Bay. Yeah, you've got to read it. It's just quite incredible. So, yeah, their lives look very nice. I'm sure their lives are absolutely perfect in how they're demonstrated on Instagram. Oh, of course. And, I mean, they do also talk about that life's stressful and they've got kids and uh, they're running a business. But um, I think... I think it's interesting just to see how Byron Bay is portrayed. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and Jackie O's home on Martha's Vineyard in Massachusetts is for sale. Just sixty-five million US dollars, Claire. Yeah, look, if you had that in your back pocket somewhere, it might be something worth your while. And rounding out Friday Lights at the very bottom of the Squeeze Today email, there's a link to a sponsored video series by Amazon called Under a Rock with US comedian Tig Notoro. Not only is it a great way to do advertising, we're quite in awe of it, but it's also hilarious. Yeah, poor Kate. I grabbed you um, last week to, and forced you to watch it because Very I just funny. thought it was so funny. And I'm sort of looking over your shoulder on your computer, giggling away. <laughs> and yeah, it is It is very, very funny. And um, yeah, the concept is that uh, she has been living under a rock. She doesn't really know who all these famous people are, even though she's a quite well-known stand-up um, comedian in the 
US. And yeah, the concept is that in these short little clips, um, these famous people come on and she's got to guess who they are as um, figure out who as, they are. Yeah, it's a it's a good Friday funny. That's true. Modern Families, Julie Bowen is the link that you've put in the email and she's always good for a laugh. Uh, the email subject line. Email subject line uh, today is a lyric from the Pussycat Dolls. I don't think we've had a Pussycat Dolls song before from that um, song, When I Grow Up. Uh, it's the lyric, I want to have groupies, which of course is uh, to our celebrity status cap that we all know know about. Well, we want to have more groupies, so feel totally. free to check out the Squiz yeah. Instagram. Get on our socials, we're there. Get on our socials. Uh, don't forget also to achieve, as we affectionately refer to it, squeeze head status. You'll need to refer five people to read the Squeeze Today email. And in July, anyone who hits that benchmark will go in the draw to win one of $1,000 retail gift cards. Uh, quite a few people have already achieved that. Thanks, everyone. A tracker at the bottom of your Squeeze Today email will tell you where you're up to. That's all from us today, I reckon, Claire. Go and have a weekend. I think we've all learned it. Enjoy your weekend. We'll chat to you on Monday. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com. A message now from our podcast partner, Sunbeam. With so many unhealthy snacks on offer, it can be hard to find something to keep your kids satisfied and happy. Sunbeam's dried fruit and cheese chilled snacks contain only real fruit and real cheese with no artificial colours or flavours. And they're a great source of calcium. It's a snack you can feel good about giving them while you're on the go. Pick up a pack today in the dairy fridge at your local Woolworths, Coles or independent retailer. They you.